0: have your seat and we're just going to go into our sorry our fourth leadership class It's a class strictly for leaders ministers and um, we have a stricter class today because I believe Brixton is among us now. Just three people from Brixton, no problem. Yes, All right. And we're going to have some guys down from the east side, guys down from RBG. I think you guys had a hard day today, isn't it? So which one? Hard day or sun has punished you? <laughs> huh? Seed is punishing you. I just, I've just noticed that when it's seat time, everybody gets quiet. Everybody gets quiet. Me and Pastor ever we have a joke. There's a certain pastor that sits on the front row with us that's, that dances and, you know, he does all these funny moves. But when seat time comes, he's just so quiet. So we always joke and we say, that time has come when he's just quiet, just still. Praise and worship is going on, and the guy's just still. He's just on his phone. Is like he's calculating. Oh my God. This time has come again. How many of us have really enjoy seat time, though? Is that fake? Oh my days. You enjoy seat time? Ah, it's so forced. <laughs> How many of you are ready to sow your seed? How many of you are still preparing your seed? How many of you are going to sow more than you've sown before? Or is this going to be another, the regular number? Yeah? Okay, so we've been on the topic of nation building. And this is our season of nation building. Now I have all leaders sitting down please there's no logistics to do now there's time for logistics, don't worry we'll be joined later on by the senior pastor of Spark Nation, Pastor Toby and we have to be joined by him because we're in a crucial time now, in this season nation building how many of you did your homework last week oh my god man Three people. You know, you just know those who in school were just terrible. <laughs> Sitting at the back doing nothing, just laughing. There's some people who all you were doing in, in class was just a laugh. How many of you did your homework? Okay, so what was the homework? Um, Dr. Eugene, can I have the other mic, please, ready so that you can go around? I don't know what's doing you today. Is it because Brixton is here? I don't understand. Are you intimidated by Brixton? What's that thing? What's that? It's a what? It's a blood call. Wow. So in the midst of saving people from gang, you entered into gang yourself. Uh, (laughs) It's nice. I like it. Go on. Those who have done their homework. Just let me know what the homework is first. Wake up my guy, man.
1: Five nations that fought great wars and five nations that fought civil wars.
0: Okay. Can you give me five nations that fought great wars and five nations that fought civil wars? Only one person. This has been a hard week for you, isn't it? <laughs> Why are your pastors love it? <laughs> Why are you, la- pastor Curtis? What's funny, sir? <laughs> <laughs> pastor Alex, do you do leadership class in Brixton? Okay, so your people are still warming up. Are you sure? But they've joined gang now. (laughs) Five nations that fought civil war. Now, quickly. No, don't shout out to me. Raise your hand and you say, go to Rebecca. one yeah one more just give me one more north korea Ag- against who north korea for itself do you know what civil war is oh wow we've gone all the way back how many of you guys went to school s-c-h-o-o-l <laughs> Do you know what civil war is? And I'll tell you where this is going to. You know our leadership classes don't, they're not meaningless. Go to my brother there. What are you going to say? You're going to tell me what civil war is? Go ahead. Go ahead. Um,
1: A civil war is uh,
0: a war that's happened within the country. So something domestic. Thank you. Like maybe tribal or something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you. Okay, so with the definition now, can you give me one country that fought civil war? I'm not going to Sandra because she just lives on documentaries. She doesn't read her Bible. (laughs) You know what, Nana, just go to whoever you want to go to. They don't even need to have their hand up. Just put the microphone in front of them. Minister Kate, you're in school, you know. You know you're in uni. Ah. Oh, yeah, doctor.
1: So America fought a civil war. America the fought a civil against
0: war. The south. Okay, thank you very much. So, uh, who else? Go to Pastor Curtis. I want to hear what you say. Nigeria fought a civil war. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 100%. Shall yeah. I keep going? Nigeria fought a civil war. Who else? Rwanda. Okay. Who else? Actually, no. Take the mic from Pastor Curtis. <laughs> take the mic from Pastor Curtis. Uh, Italy fought a civil war in the Medici time, 1600s. Yeah, yeah. So okay, take the mic from Pastor. So in fact, <laughs> just take the mic from him. So in the whole of Brixton, only your pastor has education. The rest of you guys have joined gang. In the midst of saving gang, you guys then joined them. Those who have been to uni are those who I'm targeting though. The father girls. None of you guys know. Huh? You didn't study history? Wow. I have something to say on that but I'll forgive you because this will be recorded.
1: Sir, what about Germany and France? Do they know?
0: Okay. That's not a civil war but we'll get to that answer.
1: the Chinese please. civil war between the nationalists and the communists.
0: Who's speaking? Okay, I want one more answer please. Somalia. What's your name? Huh? Sharon. Ah? Sharon. Sharon give Sharon the mic please. Somalia Somalia. Sudan. Sudan. Excellent. Okay, I'll just stop at that with civil war. Okay? So we have an idea of what civil war is, right? Do you understand it now? Okay. Kind of. What don't you get about it? Mm -hmm. That's all. That's all you need to know. Okay. Okay now great wars not civil war great war a war that you know very well of so you give me the name of one side and the other side and even better if you can give me the name of that war don't go to none of the pastors don't go to any of the pastors Not you because you have a book here (laughs) jesus christ let me see this oh let me see it minister This is the kind of student we pray for, you know. Wow. And she wasn't even here. The name of the war, the year. Fantastic. You go far in life. Go on, Nana. Remember, they don't have to have their hand up. Just whoever looks good to you to give the mic to. Take the mic, Joe. You don't hear his other instruction. I, I talk.
1: World War II. Who? World
0: <laughs> 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 Great War. I just want two sides. What do you guys do? Oh my God! What do you guys do? <laughs> Kim that an evangelize and, and read the Bible.
1: Ah! The Cold War. Don't
0: give the mic to that girl. No, take the, the mic war from her. The Yes.
1: <laughs> the Cold give War. Give it to
0: LaBelle. <laughs> Remove it. Take it from Alicia. She knows. Um,
1: The War of the Golden Stool. between The War of the. Golden Stool. Between. Golden Wardrobe. Between. Between. Is a war? Between and Tua are you
0: telling us about the war between your granddad and your? <laughs> uh,
1: between between Yaa and, and Great Britain.
0: Oh wow, I like that because it's an African thing.
1: And gold,
0: you see, gold. Is and gold. gold, and of course, I love gold. We're in business, sir. We're in business. Who who are you giving it to? Um, the Cold War, sir. The war? The Cold War. What is that? Um, so it was the war between the... The... the, 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 <laughs> the, the <laughs> 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 Say it again. Say it again. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Somehow. Jesus decided to save all the people that dropped out. How? Jesus, you didn't give me no A-star students. Everybody that dropped out from school, that's who gave their life to Christ. (laughs) He started so well. I I wish he won, you know, because he said it, the Cold War. Then he started speaking in tongues. Oh, (laughs) God. Now go on. Have fun. I need just three more people. A great war. You guys don't watch no news. You guys don't know nothing about world affairs. Any great war, a war. Tell me about a war. (coughs) Ah. The great war was the cold war between the communists and the capitalists. East and West. Countries. Give me okay, the countries. Which countries were capitalists? Which countries were communists? The communist ones, it started in the Soviet Union, which we know is Russia today, and the capitalists started from America, the Western. Okay, <laughs> okay. Uh, take the map from this guy. <laughs> no, no. Okay, I just need two more countries, great wars. <coughs> any great war, any great war. Irish war. war of Independence. <laughs> hey, we're gonna go, we're gonna get emotional now.
1: So the Irish were fighting the United Kingdom for independence to gain a government. Mm-hmm. So that they were not under the ruling of United Kingdom anymore.
0: So, so you don't think that's a civil war? That's a big war. No. i was <laughs> just trying to tease them. I'm i was just trying to tease them. You know, that's why Oxford Street don't have bins on the streets no more. Oh, wow. And that's where you man, guys were putting your bombs, isn't it? Yeah. What you won't see a bin i promise you because wow. we used to bomb you lot. oh wow amazing trap star <laughs> isis okay let's hear from sandra minister sandra go on mr sandra has been watching every documentary under the sun so if you don't get it right now no one can credit you again go on any war? Minister Sandra, quickly now, I only have okay, 30 minutes so left. Okay, I
1: was going to say the War of Three Kingdoms. Um, Pastor Connor practically said it already. So it was between Great Britain, Scotland and Ireland. But they were fighting for independence.
0: Okay, no, but Minister, um, Pastor Connor has already said that. So if you can give me another war, that will be nice. And, and
1: okay, Congo. They were in war. I think there was two wars. Um, and there's another war. Who
0: did they fight against?
1: It was, a, it was a civil war, wasn't it?
0: But we're not talking about civil war, that's why oh. I'm asking. Oh my God. Sir? When you guys w- listen to this tape again, you'll be very embarrassed to yourselves.
1: The US against Vietnam.
0: Je ne comprends pas.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Say it again.
1: The USA against Vietnam.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah. Should we just do one more, or should I just continue? <laughs> Kate, Minister Kate, you're bold now, yeah.
1: And um, what about um, Korea? So North Korea and South Korea as they were clashing.
0: Okay. I can say the fight against North Korea and South Korea, which can also be mixed as a civil war because it was Korea before and then i'll go with actually tony you got something to say right don't give us one long poem just just the answer obviously the iraqi war in it against against uh, united states of america from exactly. 2003 to 2011 thank you thank you thank you very much <laughs> so i've just realized that young blacks don't care about no you don't care you don't You don't care. All they care about is when um, Kanye West is releasing new trainers and all this kind of stuff. World affairs is very far from us. And it's it's a bit worrying because even the war that is affecting your economy now, you never knew about it. It's like, I think you, you feel like your safety is in your hood. Isn't it? Maybe, or somehow you feel none of those events have anything to do with you. They have nothing to do with you. But the reason why I gave you this assignment is because you see, before a nation grows, a nation has to fight. Do you understand? Before a nation grows, a nation has to fight. A nation must go to war. Despite that it's said that Solomon reigned with peace is because his father fought. His father spent his whole lifetime fighting. He fought in order to be able to give his son a platform for peace. And so I say that the title of this leadership class is sons of liberty. What the nation is looking for now are the sons of liberty. It's sons that are not born because it's time for them to fight, but it's that they're born now because blood has already been spilt and it's time for them to reign. And as leaders, we need to now know Exactly what it takes to build a nation. This leadership class titled Nation Building is to get us from that point where we begin to see ourselves, although individuals, but we see ourselves as nations. And so then you're able to apply principles into your life to allow you to win. Are you with me? Sons of Liberty. You know, before a nation can grow, the reason why the nation must go to war is because you can only plunder if you fight. And you cannot take anything from the strong man's house unless you bind him. And I want to ask the leaders now if they're ready to sow their blood. The reason why we fight is not because fighting is fun. But because when you fight, you spend the greatest currency, which is blood. It is with blood that nations use to purchase other nations. But if the fight is within the body of that nation, that nation will decrease instead of increase. Are you with me? I'm speaking to you about nation building. If there's a civil war in a nation, the nation doesn't get bigger, the nation reduces. Wherever you see civil war, it's like for like, spilling blood. So what happens is this. The ground is always thirsty. The ground, the place in which that leader operates is always thirsty and the only thing the ground eats is blood so if a leader is going to win a ground if the leader is going to win in wherever they're placed to win it will depend on what kind of blood was spilled on that ground you can't be in Nigeria Or in Sudan, expecting growth from that nation, and then you go and you kill the sons of that nation. That nation, that ground, is not expecting to taste its own blood. Are you hearing me? I will soon go into where I'm trying to get with this. What I'm saying to you is that in the beginning what used to happen was that the Lord would tell them to go and sacrifice animals. And you see, animals at that time was their way of bartering. You know what I mean by bartering? Exchange. So you don't count 50 pound notes. You would count how many sheep you have. How many cows you've got. And with that, you will then know how wealthy you are. So the ground expects to taste blood before the ground can open to you. And let me tell you why. Because blood has a voice. Blood has a voice. No matter what blood you spill, it will cry out. So we're saying as leaders now, as far as we've learned, we've now learned that in order for a man to purchase a nation or to purchase a ground or to take an industry or a sector, blood has to spill. But it has to be the right blood because although Abel was a good guy, when his blood was spilt on the ground, the, his blood was crying out in annoyance. Do you know that story? You know your leader's here now, so I don't believe I have to go through every single scripture. When the blood meets the ground, when that ground tastes what you have brought to it, He doesn't expect to taste Abel. Luke, hurry up and sit down. I told you guys about the chairs in this place. There's already four. It's not even eight. So if the blood of Abel is spilt on a ground you expect that ground to reject that sacrifice. What we've been doing is that sometimes as leaders you decide to do a thing but you think more about yourself than the body that you've come with. And if you think more selfishly then it's Abel that you killed. And so if you kill Abel, the ground can never open up. I'm saying that if we are to win, and many nations thought that they could win, and nations that go to war against themselves, they're not going to war because they hate each other. They're trying to accomplish something. They believe in order to accomplish that thing, they must take the life of their brothers. Cain and Abel. Why do I believe that in order for me to forward myself as a leader will mean that I have to circumvent or destroy the lives of those I should be serving instead of killing? Are you hearing me? How then would a leader decide to sow? Because you see, seed is our equivalent of blood. seed is our equivalent of blood it is the only way to measure a man's strength do you agree with that? do we all work? or do some kind of work? and if you're paid for your work, you're paid by the hour, by time it means you're paid by time due to your strength because your strength runs out By time, isn't it? You cannot accomplish the same type of work at 10 p.m., but rather at 10 a.m. you're fit for a certain kind of work. I expect that all leaders are ready and able when it comes to seed time. Just because it is a principle that every nation has used. The principle that says, if I want a ground, if I want a people, if I want an area or a sector, I must sow blood on that ground. You know, when the United States went into America, or let me say the British... They first began by killing Native Americans. And if we're saying then that we are really sure we understand this thing called Spot Nation, then we should know that the end of the month is called the time to purchase. Are you with me? It's a time to purchase. You're saying to yourself that there are people, there are minds, there is an area that has proved too difficult in the past. And you're saying that you now know that because your seed is your sacrifice, you're bringing your seed now for the sake of that ground. One thing I learned so much from Pastor Toby, and it's been happening for the last few years, whenever we meet someone, like a notable person or so, we never ask for anything. But the first thing we do is we give. The first thing we do is we give. The act of sowing and what it can do. The act of seed and what it can do. And so that even God knew himself that because the world itself is a ground that he's looking for, he'd have to send his son But you see, the blood of his son cannot buy the world unless the blood of his son takes on sin. Are you hearing me? If the blood of his son did not take on sin, it would have been civil war. Do you get what I'm saying? The death would not have meant anything. What steps do I take as a leader because there is something I'm looking forward to and how do I channel my seed in that manner? I'm speaking like this because I need us to have faith in the act of sowing. The act of sowing itself. I need you to be intentionally dependent on it. Because it's a concept that every nation has used to progress. Every nation has used it to progress, whether spiritually or physically, blood was spilled first before that nation could move forward. I know most of you know about ISIS. Do you know about ISIS? ISIS. Seriously, though, because this last few minutes, I wasn't impressed. Raise your hand if you know about ISIS. Ah oh wow, so you all know about ISIS, but well, you don't know who fought who, nothing. No problem. You know what's so baffling about these guys? You You do know that they didn't just start today, right? Okay. You know that they just have a very strong PR department, They've just been changing their name over the years. Yeah. They were Taliban before, then they changed. Listen, it's the same group, man. Yeah? You know that? And what I can't get out of my mind is how a powerful nation can take two decades and more before they defeat a group of like 1,500 or whatever. You know... ISIS is not more than Thursday service. (laughs) Do you think that's a joke? I'm being serious. ISIS is not more than Thursday service, you know. What did you think? You thought they had 10,000 troops? Where? ISIS don't have one tank. They don't have one jet. But they were just moving from country to country, taking everybody's own. How? How? The resolve that they, you see what people didn't understand is the mere fact that they had already resolved to die meant that they had already spilt blood for their cause. Because when the Lord called Abraham to sacrifice his son, he only stopped him when Abraham had decided that Isaac is dead. And so it said that it was the first resurrection, really. Because in the heart of the man, his son had died. And that's the kind of way I want us to view this thing that we do now, as leaders. Any leader in the polls, east side, Brixton, Talls Hill, RBG, that is not ready to see this thing as a life or death thing, in their heart, is not ready to lead. You're not ready to lead at all. There's no sentiment when it comes to leading because what leading brings is it brings fighting. And what I want for my leader is I want someone who is ready to fight and throw it all down. I want someone that I can... How many of you would want to follow a man who when he sees darkness says, okay, guys, you know what? I think there's another route we can take. How many of you, you feel confident that that's that's my leader? And when I hear tales about leadership, sometimes it breaks my heart because I'm saying, these guys sometimes don't understand how leadership works, you know. You know, if you're, are you, anyone here afraid of dogs? Just be honest, you're afraid of dogs. Just raise up your hand. Okay, you're afraid of dogs. Now imagine you're leading a bunch of ladies and a pit bull comes out running. And you just happen to be the leader on the day. <laughs> and you were stropping sh- and marching, stropping and marching until this beast came out. Huh? And behind you are some 12, 13 year olds. Also proud of their leader. Oh, Sister Imani, you don't understand her, man. Huh? Leader. She's bold. She's ready for anything. What? I'm just gonna call Imani about the situation, man. That guy's not ready. And then on that day, dog comes out. <laughs> what are you gonna do? <laughs> you know. You know they say fight or flight. I think some people even created a third one, especially for that occasion. Disappear. (laughs) What are you going to do? Because your leadership hinges on that day. You know if you run, you're done, right? You're done out here. Listen, you're going to make a call the next day. They're not going to pick up. You're going to message in the group, yeah, you're right, girls. Oh, that was mad, didn't it? Oh. <laughs> and then they just put in LOL, LOL, but behind it, their room, they're just laughing. LOL is fake. Nobody's actually laughing when they put LOL, you know. I warn you now, as a leader, if you're speaking to anyone as a leader and they keep on sending you LOL, suspect your leadership. They don't rate you, man. They don't rate you. Everybody wants someone who's ready to spill blood. My leader is ready to put everything on the line. How would you feel if your leader sold 50 pounds? How would you, what would you do if you found out? My leader took no risk this month. Zero risk. 28 no, 30 days of life. The guy was just chilling. The lady was just chilling. And then sea time came and they said, Oh, all I have is 25. <laughs> no, 25 pounds. <laughs> pounds. No, no, no. I'm being real with you because, you see, if someone is leading you in something, you're expecting that their life is in that thing. They've just decided. Let me tell you the truth. If there's a nation that does not spend money on itself, what would that nation look like? You don't need to, don't, don't do, mm, you don't need to imagine. You know there are nations that don't spend money on themselves. What do you say? Who said Nigeria? <laughs> I, I don't know if Jamaica spends money on itself. <laughs> Alex is not Jamaican, you know. I expect my leader to be in this fully. I was saying to East Side that you know, a young lady was, you know, when we call for altar call, and Pastor Kevin had called for altar call, and I could see one of the leaders really trying to urge her to go forward. Go forward, go forward. And you know what I'm like. I'm seeing that, and I'm thinking, why are you disturbing this girl? <laughs> Leave her alone. So I decided to go and see what's going on. <laughs> My mouth, Man. So, <laughs> so, I get there and I say, hey, would you like to go forward and, you know, receive some prayer? <laughs> and she looked at me and she said, no. I said, okay, that's fine. No problem. Are you sure? It's just prayer. They won't hurt you. She said, no, I don't feel led to. And I said, you don't feel led to. You, you just came up for, to give your life to Christ. So I said, what, have you, "What were you led to do then?" She said, "Just to stay." I said, "Okay, that's fine, to stay." I don't know how that ended up being an issue. Because my job is I am a pastor. So you've now met me in my own place of work, and I'm telling you come forward. I don't understand how, I think maybe they think we do this, thing. you know, in SPAC, let me just tell you now, disclaimer, SPAC Nation, if you are a pastor in SPAC Nation or a minister in SPAC Nation, this is your thing, this is how this nation runs, it's not, oh, they made me a minister because I'm good at administration, I heard someone today saying, let's make her a minister because she's good at administration, that's so stupid. Go go hire someone to do that for you. It makes no sense. I'm being serious. Why? Because if a day comes to fight and the thing now comes at you and it doesn't look like admin. (laughs) She will now turn around at us and say, sir, you go and fight. I will type out everything that happened. It's dumb. Ridiculous. The heart to spill blood I'm ready. I'm ready to put everything into this, whatever it takes. That's your leader. That's, that's what it takes to be a leader in this house. We're speaking about nation building, so I'm saying to you that you will see that the nation is built by those who go to war, not because war is fancy, but because other territory only understands the language of blood. Not your blood. You don't get there and spill your blood. Makes no sense. That's civil war. You go there, and whatever you meet there is their blood that you spill. Do you understand? Because that ground understands that man. You remember I spoke to you, and I said to you, when a nation is being built, there are different layers of building. I don't know if you've listened to Foundations, Pastor Toby Foundations. The different colors of soil. Those different colors of soils are different colors of people. I said to you that, is it not a surprise that whenever a man wants to start something, what he needs is a black man? Yeah. So when the western world wanted to start booming in trade of cotton they would go and purchase men that understand a ground of sowing do you hear me they understand those men understand that ground and how to sow that seed so let's bring them over for the work of sowing seed and it hasn't changed it's called job Yeah. Everything is just PR. People are very good at PR, just market change. Bam. Change the name, call it job. Every sphere of life you begin to see men who are good at a certain thing. Because that's what they were born to do almost. Let's go to Psalm chapter two. read
1: from verse 8 to 12 and I will make the nations your inheritance the ends of the earth your possession you will break them with a rod of iron you will dash them to pieces like pottery Mm. therefore you kings wise be warned you rulers of the earth serve the Lord with fear and celebrate his rule with trembling
0: can you read that again please
1: ask me and i will make the nations your inheritance
0: ask me and i'll make the nations your inheritance go on
1: the ends of the earth your possession
0: the ends of the earth your possession
1: You will break them with a rod of iron.
0: You will break them with a rod of iron.
1: You will dash them to pieces like pottery.
0: You will dash them to pieces like pottery.
1: Therefore, you kings, be wise. Be warned, you rulers of the earth. Serve the Lord with fear and celebrate his rule with trembling.
0: So now you remember that I was saying to you, That the measure of a man's strength is his blood. Yeah? The measure of a man's strength is his blood. And so how men would measure strength in those days is through the animals they would sacrifice for blood. But how men would measure strength now is in their wealth. And how much their blood has allowed them to accumulate. And so is the act of spending that thing that you have made, a your blood currency, whether it be money, whether it be anything, is that act of spending that thing you've made, blood currency, is what allows you to purchase a nation. Uh, you will break them with a rod of iron. And you see, iron is the main component in blood. I hope you know that. So he's not talking about an iron rod. Uh, Let's read from verse 8 again. Just read that verse 8 again.
1: Ask me and I will make the nations your inheritance. Ask
0: me and I will make the nations your inheritance.
1: The ends of the earth your possession.
0: The ends of the earth your possession.
1: You will break them with a rod of iron.
0: Okay, so yes, I'm going to give you these things, but first you must go to war and break them. And if you're going to break them, you're going to break them with the rod of iron. You're going to break them with the fact that you spill blood on that nation. Are you with me, um, Pauls? So as the senior pastor was saying that there can be no glory unless there's gold. There's no way a man can break into a nation unless he has spent currency. Unless he has spent blood. You know, I begin to wonder why we don't understand that the whole of city, the whole of bank is powered by our blood. They tell us we will give you money for your blood. You know when you're being paid is that someone is exchanging your blood for cash. And so in some roles, depending on your blood type, when I say blood type, I just mean what role you're called to do. They might say we'll give you 12 pounds of gold per hour. Why would men rather get rid of gold for blood? If we're attentive enough, we'll know what we should be fighting for, or what we should be fighting with, and what we should be using. Gold and money is not meant to be accumulated. Are you hearing me? It's meant to be spent. Uh, leaders now, we've got to get our, our mind out of the place where we believe we're here for accumulation. It's fine for anyone else to think that way, except yourself. As it comes in in Spot Nation, all we're thinking is how's is it going to get out? How's it going to get out? Because it is the prototype of a nation that, unless it's spending blood, it can never receive nations. Are you hearing me? Are you with me? On that basis, I'm just going to say we're in our season of sowing. We're in our seed time now. But I don't want it to look to you like a time of mourning. Yeah, you may sow the seed that will make you cry. That's fine. I told you to enjoy that seed. That seed that makes you weep. That seed that makes you dance 30 minutes after you've put it and when you get home, You got to cry because you're saying, what the heck did I do? That's the kind of seed you got to be sowing. Why must we behave like this? Because this is the template of nation building. We don't want to implode and burst from within. Because we're taking in what we should be giving out. Are you with me? Are you with me, Pauls? Let's just rise on our feet.